Welcome to Appalachian Shine, the official podcast for the Foundation for Appalachian Advancement. And if you're listening to this, then consider yourself a part of the team. Stick around and let's shine a light on all things Appalachia. episode of Appalachian Shine. This is JC. Um, back, uh, we, it's been about uh, about three weeks since we've recorded a podcast, but we uh, took a little break here for the summer. Hopefully everyone has enjoyed their summer so far. Uh, most of us here in central Appalachia really haven't had much of a summer uh, with the rain and uh, I think our weather temperatures have been uh, 10 to 12 degrees below normal. Uh, hopefully we'll see some summer here soon. I know uh, it's vacation season. A lot of people are heading out to the beach. So I wanted to take a a little moment here to record a short podcast today before we have some uh, more guests on on the next episode. And uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about just our foundation and why it's important to support nonprofits like ours. So bear with me for a couple of moments. I want to talk a little bit about uh, what you look for in organizations that uh, support Appalachia. You know, so uh, as you're listening to this, if you have opportunity to jump on the web, go to www.supportappalachia.org, where you can see our vision and mission statement there as well, uh, as some well some updated news and things we've worked on in the community here in the past few months. But I did want to talk a little bit about um, why it's important to just support our culture, our history, and our heritage. Support. Uh, organizations and projects that help to promote tourism and small business growth and economic development here in Appalachia. Uh, We've talked in the past on our show about just the economic statistics of Appalachia versus the rest of the nation, not just economic statistics, but education statistics, um, comparing, uh, you know, graduation, uh, college graduations, high school graduations, um, average income per family, per household, per individual. And, uh, you know, we all know that Appalachia seems to fall behind the national average, and we have a long way to go. So, uh, you know, a few months back, I read this really, really interesting book. Oh, more than a few months back. It was called uh, The United States of Appalachia. And it was very eye-opening a lot about our history, how we started, and then how we've sort of gotten here to where we're at uh, in Appalachia so far. So I'm going to go over just a little bit of history about where we're at, um, a little bit of history of Appalachia. So, you know, if you've um, you know, lived here you know, a good part of your life or all of your life, you're very well aware of all the mountain trails and places and things that we could do to explore Appalachia. And not just from here in the Central Mountains, but up in the Blue Ridge, through West Virginia, through Kentucky, over to the, over to the Cumberland Gap, further south, even further north. Appalachia is a big region. 
according to the ARC, the Appalachian Regional Commission, uh, it stretches from southern New York to north Georgia. And it has counties in Alabama, Mississippi included. Total, we're, we're talking about 420 counties across 13 states. That's 205,000 square miles. And it's home to 25 million people. And just think about that. That is, that is a huge number of people in this Appalachian region that separates you know, the east from people that migrated out west. So in that book, United States of Appalachia, it talked about how so many people that traveled out west had to come through the Cumberland Gap to go out west, and they took with them and experienced some of the values in the culture of Appalachia. So our way of life in Appalachia actually expands, goes back to the 1700s when Europeans began immigrating to America in larger numbers. Although it started in the states of Virginia and North Carolina, uh, the culture actually sort of started to spread to other states after the Revolutionary War as settlers began to explore outside the original 13 colonies. And we talked on this program, on this podcast, some time back about Lord Dunmore's War and why Appalachia was key to actually igniting the Revolutionary War. It's some history that a lot of people don't get, even in our region. And you can find road markers and historical markers that uh, signify this. And, and, you know, one of the most interesting mysteries in Appalachia is the mystery of the Mothman uh, in West Virginia. Well, actually, it's that same very town that uh, was the unofficial first battle of the Revolutionary War. And a lot of Appalachians went up there to fight that. Our culture consists of a lot of things. And that includes, you know, arts and crafts, food, myths and legends, and folklore, and a lot of different ethnic influences, um, including African and German and Native American, not just Irish and Scotch. Uh, so there's a, just a, but, you know, at the same time, there's a lot of stereotypes. Um, it's a culture, I think, that a lot of people would define as Americana, as we know it today. Uh, especially if you're looking for types of music, right? So, you know, if you know if your family had roots in Ireland, Scotland, or Germany, uh, chances are it's it's you know a core aspect of your own heritage, your own your own life. Um, and you know, it's uh, you know a lot of stereotypes came out of uh, these different cultures and, and civilizations that kind of came together as a melting pot in Appalachia. Now, actually, again, as a brief history here, Native Americans first began to gather in the Appalachian Mountains, according to experts, about 16,000 years ago. And the Cherokee Indians were the main Native group in southern Appalachia and in the Blue Ridge region. And we do have listeners uh, from, from the Blue Ridge here, so um, yeah, that's uh, you'll notice also that there were Iroquois, uh, Powhatan, and Shawnee. And, um, of course, when they started bringing over slaves um, that dated back to the 16th century, uh, those groups also had a very tremendous influ influence on the culture. Um, European immigration really began in mass in the 1700s. And the settlers started claiming lands uh, from the coast um, west into the Appalachian Mountains, and they didn't really move past that because uh, we hadn't declared our independence yet. 
But a lot of the newcomers who moved deep into the mountains in uh, Appalachia were mostly of Scotch-Irish and German uh, descent. And they brought their own traditions from their native countries with them. And uh, I didn't know this. This is some really interesting reading um, that I stumbled upon the web. At that time, there were over 50 Cherokee towns and settlements in the region. They were all connected by a system of foot trails. And later, those same trails that they had blazed uh, became wagon roads. And uh, those were actually built by Cherokee companies. Uh, so that was quite interesting. Um, so there was a growing need for land, and you know, immigrants um, you know, were trying to push west and, and deeper into the mountains, and that really clashed with a lot of native tribes. And that's where we have our, a lot of bloody history uh, from battles and ultimately treaties that came out of it with the Native Americans. But unfortunately, a lot of those treaties were ignored or removed or discarded, and nearly all the Cherokee and other Native groups in the region, um, they were forced out by the government and they moved west. And uh, we know that story as the Trail of Tears. Um, if you're ever down in Cherokee, North Carolina, there's a wonderful play that they put on. It is really a tearjerker. So if you're um, out in the, in the Smokies and want to wander down to Cherokee, make sure you check that out. That is, um, yeah, you, it's one of those things, once you get it in your mind, you, you always remember it. But, you know, the Appalachian wilderness, it, you know, came, you know, it was a frontier for exploration. And, uh, you know, it was hard living. And we talked about this a little bit on the show, too, when we talked about um, one of America's greatest explorers, Daniel Boone. Uh, he was a trailblazer. Um, so Daniel Boone, um, in 1775, I believe it was, led the expedition through Virginia's Cumberland Gap into Kentucky. And that established the route for settlers to move west. And he obviously is, you know, first folk hero of America, the pioneer era. And it's so, it's impressive what this man accomplished during his life. Not only was he a folk hero and blazed these trails, but he also kept these forts safe from Indian attacks. And he was also part of the group that uh, fought at the Battle of Point Pleasant with um, you know, Lord Dunmore's War. He held down forts uh, here in southwestern Virginia uh, and uh, all over. Actually, there's several forts. And, uh, you know, he stepped foot many a place here in our central region. Well, anyway, a lot of disagreements ended up over time between, you know, those living on the east and the north and with the people of rural Appalachian backcountry. And, uh, you know, eventually it led to the Civil War and a lot of resentment um, grew in central Appalachia. Just the distrust and the, and the resentment that a lot of rural people had for government and, uh, and really outsiders. By the late 19th and 20th centuries, a lot of stereotypes of the Appalachian people started to take root. And you would see that in books and in newspapers. And uh, you know, in the early 20th century, when Hollywood got their hands on our stereotypes, we've, we've discussed that ad nauseum, too, um, on the program here. So the, I guess the, there was a lot of booms and busts economically 
and uh, that was you know during these periods there was a rapid growth of the logging industry and of course coal which led to a lot of environmental degradation which led to a lot of thankfully a lot of Appalachian people launching conservation efforts so all of these things you know during those those tumultuous times and I'm not talking like you know modern times but through the you know late 19th and early 20th century we had to go through those things and it, it you know it um really sparked a an appreciation for what we have here in the mountains and sort of i guess isolated us a little bit more as well so if it wasn't for that period of time and those you know recognition of hey we're we're kind of tearing our own landscape up um we wouldn't have seen those conservation efforts and those things led to uh, the national, like the Shenandoah National Park, uh, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, um, right through here in my region, there's the, the Washington and Jefferson National Forest, um, the the Pisgah National Forest, and, and and all these others, you know. So it really led to that. If it wasn't for those types of efforts, we wouldn't have the Blue Ridge Parkway today that we can drive down and just experience these amazing, beautiful. Uh, mountains and and, and uh, landscape that we have—it's breathtaking. That is uh, that is worth a a trip. Uh, you know, taking taking your time and stopping at every uh, uh, place you can to take pictures and just enjoy. Uh, we wouldn't have the Appalachian Trail, um, or the uh, North Carolina's Mountains to the Sea Trail. Uh, so there there are so many things that came out of this. But yeah, you know, I guess yeah, you know, Appalachian the comprised of a lot of complex mix of ethnic groups which you know i guess the common trait that bound them all together was that you know was hard work and self-reliance and that is so much a part of our culture and these people in those times that had such grit and uh they they, they really toughed it out in you know the back country and in, in the mountains and um you know I, the stereotypes again in Hollywood, I guess, began in the twentieth, early twentieth century, and then through the mid twentieth century, and these stereotypes still live today. So, one of the things that, if you notice, um, that one of our missions with this organization is not just to do small projects like um, Operation Helping Hand, which we've talked about. Um, to help uh, those who are homeless and and providing you know items and and donations for um, you know battered women with children and things like that that are trying to get a, a you know fresh start those who are who have been homeless for various reasons that may need things like clothing or you know all the items that they need we've talked about that before so um, those are you know things that we're honored to do and uh, we're honored to help out with. Another thing that we've done is you know, try to promote our artists, whether it's our musicians, our poets, our writers, um, our you know uh, actors that we've highlighted before, uh, not just on the podcast but in our newsletter. Yeah, you know, those those are some things that are vital because our artists, our painters, our sculptors, our writers, these are the people who define our culture for everyone else, and it's immensely important that we promote those people in part of our 
I don't know if you'd want to call it an Appalachian culture war where we're trying to combat the stereotypes that have been portrayed of us over the years, decades, centuries. Um, but one of the things that we want to do is not just highlight our culture and our history, which is so amazingly rich. Our history is really a history of America. Everything came through here to build this great nation. And there's so many signs of our history all around us from not just these interesting um, road markers, but uh, you know, some of the things that, that's just really not taught in school anymore. I remember growing up, we used to have Virginia history. Well, I don't know if kids in elementary school get that anymore or middle school. Um, they may brush over some of it in high school, but there's so much history in Appalachia from this region that all the tumultuous things we went through, economic booms and busts, those coming in and taking advantage of the, uh, of the landscape or natural resources and like not leaving behind enough to help people transition economically or educationally to uh, you know, continue to grow the economy. Um, so we've been, you know, a lot of it here in central Appalachia, logging and coal for decades. And we have like what we call a brain drain where people who are um, pursuing college, a lot of a lot of them leave. We do have some that stay, but you know, we, we want to be able to promote this rich history, uh, not only to encourage those people to continue to dream and try to thrive in Appalachia and help build a future 20, 30, 40 years out that we're going to need in Appalachia to maintain our population and grow, actually grow it. But we want to be able to take our culture and our history and our arts and our crafts and our vision, not just here, but outside so other people can see that as well. I would, you know, one of the things we would uh, we talked about when we set up our foundation was tourism. And what can we do to promote tourism so that other people would want to come from outside of the area to Appalachia and bring their money, bring their business, support our businesses, and enjoy our culture, our, our artists, our musicians, the shows that we offer. And you know, not just hitting places like Dollywood and <laughs> Pigeon Forge. They don't need any help with tourism. But there are a lot of small towns that have so much to offer along the way to wherever they're going in Appalachia. So that was one of the things that we talked about. And we had a very ambitious program we wanted to do called um, um, uh, Appalachia Streaming. But, you know, even though that was not something, even though we tried like big grants, hundred, you know, six, seven hundred thousand dollar grants we were applying for, we were young and never got those. But um, does it mean that with the technology today, this was years ago, that we can't do some filming, make short documentaries, make them available on social media, on YouTube, on Rumble, um, and, you know, maybe even some local access channels uh, would be willing to show some of these things. So that's something we wanted to learn, actually step out into and do, even if it's five, 10, 15 minute videos that are educational, that we can, you know, that you can learn, we can show to your family, show to your kids, like, hey, look, this happened in our backyard and this is important. That is one of the things, a big vision of ours that we wanted to, to be able to accomplish. And we don't get big grant funding. So the funding we get actually comes from you, the listener, and whoever you may share this with or or whoever, um, you know, we, so that's why we ask you to share our podcast, uh, share our website, um, share us on social media, 
So that is one of the things that we, we need to learn how from this group here to, to sell that vision so that other people can buy into it as well because it is vitally important. We are a 501c3, so any donation you make to us is tax deductible. So it kind of wa kind of washes out in the end. So I do want to make this uh, you know this plea to to our audience that if you want to be an, a regular donor, uh, we would love to have uh, monthly donations or quarterly donations. Doesn't have to be anything big. Doesn't have to be anything big. Appalachia has 25 million people in it. If we had 5,000 supporters, that would uh, make you know an annual donation. That would go a long way into us being able to do some of these things to promote the tourism, to talk about the history of small towns, especially some of these small towns that are probably going to not be around in 10, 20 years because they don't have the population, they don't have the government structure, and quite frankly, money's drying up in some areas. And that's sad to see because that's a lost history. And there's no reason for that to be lost, that we can't preserve some of it, either in writing by books uh, or short pamphlets, um, or in video form. So that is very important that we want to do. If you're listening to this program and you want to, uh, uh, yeah, if you want to be able to help us, maybe uh, be a volunteer or a local contact or something, even if it's a program like uh, Operation Helping Hand, and you want to be able to make take uh, clothing donations or whatever, and uh, donate to your local uh, um, organizations that help homeless or battered women shelters. Um, let us know. We would, you know, it doesn't have to be right here where we're at in Central Appalachia, in southwestern Virginia. It could be in eastern Kentucky. It could be in West Virginia. Um, we we have no. Uh, we 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 want our reach to go out there, and we want to be able to help other people and expand our vision so that people know who we are. So uh, if you are listening to this, feel free to contact us at uh, jc at supportappalachia.org. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we'll certainly email you. We'll talk to you and find out what we can all do to work together to make this place a better place and make the future for Appalachia an even brighter future. So thank you for tuning into this episode of Appalachian Shine. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this and share this with your friends. Thanks for stopping by. We'll be back on the next episode. I think Addie Davis, uh, one of our Appalachian authors, will be back with us and reading an excerpt from one of her books. So we want to be able to promote, uh, promote her work as well and uh, how her faith has impacted her writing and just her vision and culture of the culture of Appalachia. So thanks again for uh, tuning in. Well, we'll be back, and uh, make sure you visit us online at supportappalachia.org. There is a donate button there. Our address is on the website as well if you want to make a donation by check. And if you see me out somewhere uh, and you want to make a donation, just, just flag me down. I'll be glad to stop and talk with you and see what we can do to help uh, make lives better here in central Appalachia. Hey, thanks again, everyone, and take care. We'll see you on down the road.